Welcome to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. I'm Samantha Dinage. Join me to explore holistic approaches to support your well-being in today's hectic world. Through each episode, my intention is to empower you to live your life with less stress and more joy and relaxation. I understand we are all unique and I invite you to take what resonates with you on your journey to feeling more vibrant from the inside out. My dream is to create a radiant ripple effect from each of us out into the world. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me. Now let's dive in. Before I start today's conversation, I just wanted to link back with the previous episode, episode 51, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And literally yesterday, I just got a comment from one of my class members who said that they found themselves belly breathing and adjusting their position to lower the shoulders down away from the ears, a comment that I make a lot during my yoga classes. Um, And they said that this was really helpful for them whilst they were out riding um, and how it's great that the benefits of yoga are transferring to elsewhere in their life. So this is a fantastic example of somebody changing how they're doing something to make it more comfortable and enjoyable. So I just wanted to share that with you and if you haven't checked out episode 51 yet do go back there after you've listened to this episode. But now for today's conversation The idea of experiencing contentment and bliss for many of us can seem like a far-fetched dream. I often see people start yoga focusing on the physical benefits, such as increased flexibility, reduced aches and pains, improved bone health, along with creating the opportunity to slow down the mind and feel calmer. Yoga is a much needed antidote to today's busy modern world, where we often physically and even more so mentally are juggling many things. However, when we expand our perspective, we can use yoga as a tool to help achieve a deeper inner contentment, helping us to come back home to who we truly are without all of the self-doubt, the judgments and the need to be striving for something else constantly. We can simply breathe and be. Whilst it's true we are physical beings here on this earth, we are also so much more than that. You are a multi-dimensional creature. One way to expand our view of the human experience is to understand the five koshas or layers of consciousness from the densest to the subtlest elements of existence. Yoga has many translations but it's often translated as union. And you may may approach your yoga practice, if you have one, with a desire to experience the wholeness of who you are. And that is to experience all five koshas. So whether you are new to yoga, you've had some experience, or maybe you haven't done it for a while, then hopefully you can find something um, that sounds a bit juicy, that resonates with you during this episode that might make you think about Um, your lifestyle or your yoga practice in a slightly different way. So I mentioned these five layers that I'm going to talk about today in my Yoga Nidra episode, which was episode 19, the best kept secret to deep relaxation. So they might sound a little familiar if you've listened to that episode. 
So we can think of these five layers of the layers of an onion and get peeled back. Or I think it's a bit more fun to think about them as Russian dolls, where the inner doll is the inner layer of bliss. And I love this description from the Chopra Center. They said, starting with the physical body, you learn that you can access the innermost layers only by going in and through. It's like taking a bite out of a delicious cake. The fork pierces the outer layers first in order to get to the center. Only when all the layers are together on your fork can you experience the full delight of what the cake has to offer. It's making me hungry saying that. I do have a sweet tooth. And this reminds us that parts of our being are not separate. Our medical system here in the UK typically views each body part as being separate. For example, when we go and see an ear, nose and throat specialist about a particular concern, they are primarily only concerned with this part of the body. But in a more holistic approach, we are looking at the whole, the whole of the person, the whole of the being, more of a 360 degree view. So one way to look at our being as a whole, as I've said, is through these five layers, the koshas or the five dolls, if you like, which can be journeyed through on the yoga mat in a yoga class, including my yoga flow and relaxing wind down yoga classes. So I'm going to start at the outermost densest layer and move inwards. So layer one is our Anamaya Kosha, the physical layer. And this first layer of our being consists of the physical or the food body. It includes the bones, the muscles, fat, connective tissues, organs and skin. It's something that we can see, touch and or feel. Typically at the start of one of my yoga classes, we take a moment to connect with the physical body here on the mat. This might be feeling the parts of the body that connect with the mat underneath. It can be bringing awareness to the spine. It could be releasing the shoulders up, back and down. It would definitely be quite challenging to go straight into our relaxation at the beginning of a class without even moving the body and immediately drop into a state of bliss, which is why this always comes at the end. And so as one of my yoga classes progresses, the physical body, the Anamaya Kosha, is gradually moving and opening out. We're stretching, strengthening, releasing any stiffness and potential heaviness and the body begins to open up and feel lighter and movement feels more natural. And as we move the body, we become more aware of how the body functions and the interrelationship of bones, muscles and other parts of the body. Yoga poses therefore help to maintain the balance of Anamaya Kosha and can leave you with a sense of feeling physically grounded. I absolutely love the five elements of Ayurveda. Also, the same elements are used within the chakras if you're familiar with those. And Anamaya Kosha strongly connects to the earth element. If we think about the earth, it is strong, it is dense, it is supportive. A bit like the bones in our body because without them we'd just be a bit of a sack of skin and organs on the floor. So, 
by connecting with the earth element, we have this container for the rest of um, our being to, to be within. So let's have a look at layer two, which is our pranamaya kosha, the energetic layer. So the second kosha layer consists of the subtle body energy. And these are elements that cannot be seen with the naked eye. So we've moved from the physical, the things that we can touch and see, to now those things that we cannot see with our eye, but we can sense are there. So during yoga, soon after becoming aware of the physical body, we begin to bring our attention to the breath. And the breath helps the subtle energy, known in yoga as prana, hence pran, I can't get my words out now, pranamaya kosha, the word prana is in that. It helps that prana to move throughout the body. And after all, I think we can all connect with this idea that the breath is the essence of life. And it helps also to support our circulation, to nourish the cells. And it creates a sense of fluidity and flow. Breath and prana are moving energy throughout our entire system. And when there is a blockage in this flow, we aren't functioning optimally. And our health can be really impacted. And this is where lots of energy practices come in, such as Reiki, such as Mama Massage, and also, of course, within our yoga practice. And you might have heard of the terms chi or ki, and this is the same life force energy that I'm talking about when I say prana. So in yoga, we practice pranayama, our breath control or awareness of the breath. I always focus on linking movements with the breath throughout my classes, consciously encouraging you to move in and out of each pose as the whole movement is the experience. It's not just about the end final pose. That isn't the end goal. We can enjoy the journey along the way. And we always open up the body as we breathe in. And we contract or relax as we breathe out. And it helps us to find that natural rhythm and flow, linking the body and the mind together in a way that intuitively feels good. On a deeper level, we can control the breath through various pranayama or breathing practices. And the ones I most commonly share in classes are alternate nostril breathing and deep belly breathing. Both of these practices help us to tune into the parasympathetic nervous system or the rest and digest mode. This helps us to move away from the underlying fight or flight stress response that many of us knowingly or unknowingly spend a lot of our day in. Alternate nostril breathing is really powerful because it helps to balance the subtle energy channels in the body, helping to balance our life force energy. Other pranayama practices such as fire breath, which I sometimes do particularly in winter classes to boost our internal flame, can have the opposite effect and be stimulating, which can help to expel and shift stagnant energy. If you are new to yoga and many of its breath practices, I always suggest starting with a guided practice with a yoga teacher to to develop your understanding 
and safety. And because there's so many different practices on offer and, you know, they suit different people and people have different preferences. So I always have a wealth of practices available in my on-demand library that are typically five to 10 minutes so that people can tune in, practice and build it up. You know, things take time to become more familiar. It's not like we learn a language, we go to one class and we can just speak it fluently. Things take time to to build up and we need to practice. So working with the breath is a wonderful way to connect with your pranamaya kosha, allowing fluidity and life force to flow through the body, which is a little bit like the water element that is connected to this kosher. I like to think of the energy flowing like rivers throughout the body. So moving on to our third layer, Manamaya Kosha, our mental and emotional layer. Thoughts and emotions make up this layer of our being. And during a yoga class, you can notice that focusing on your body and breath gradually helps to calm the mind. And it also helps to move through stuck emotions. And it was this aspect that really got me hooked on yoga. As I realised yoga could totally change my ability to process my emotions and step off the mat feeling in a much better place. And if we look at the word emotion, if we put a dash after the E, it spells E-motion, signifying that emotions are energy in motion. And by moving the body, we can help to move through these emotions and help them to release. How amazing is that? So delving a bit deeper, the mind layer, or perhaps the third Russian doll. This is responsible for how we perceive the world around us and our thoughts, emotions, our fantasies are part of the Manamaya Kosha. The deeper layers include our beliefs, opinions and values, which are learned or inherited from societal norms, culture and heritage. And it was fascinating to really get a grasp of the different social norms and therefore the variety of perspectives available to us when I lived abroad in Japan. In yogic and Ayurvedic science, we also have our own thought patterns or mental grooves, which are referred to as samskaras, a Sanskrit term. So these patterns or mental grooves are said to be typically fixed and they cycle on repeat until we become aware of them because they don't always serve as well. And it's from this awareness that we can begin to change our outlook and experience of life. In yoga, balancing poses are really great to get an insight into our own thoughts, judgments and emotions. And it enables us to gain an insight into how we might respond to scenarios in daily life. And therefore, balances such as the tree pose are always included in my regular yoga classes. And take a moment now just to imagine Imagine yourself balancing on one leg and wobbling and falling out of the balance. What might go through your mind? 
Is it harsh comments? Or do you approach it with playfulness and compassion? I always like to remind people that if they fall out, then they can definitely get back in. Through being curious of the narrative of our own minds, we can begin to adjust as we become more aware of this third layer of our being. And this layer is strongly connected to the fire element. And fire helps us to transform, where we could transform our perception and therefore the actions that we choose to take. Often people are only aware of these first three layers, but stay with me because there are two more. Our fourth layer is Vijnanamaya Kosha, which is our intuitive and wisdom layer. Hopefully I've pronounced it correctly. That was a bit of a mouthful. So the fourth layer is comprised of intuition, our inner knowing and wisdom, our inner intellect. In this kosher lies the ability to connect to our higher knowing, to follow intuitive impulses and see the bigger picture. However, I feel that seeing this bigger picture beyond any logic is not what we're set up for in today's world. We often operate and make decisions using facts and we are so much less encouraged to use our own intuition. Would you agree? Often the mind can be so overcrowded with thoughts that it can be hard to see wood for the trees. I know when I'm like that, trying to make a decision is almost impossible. And as As we think back to a yoga class, I've talked about this movement through the physical body. We're creating these yoga poses. We then have the energy body. We're connecting with our breath. We're helping the air to flow round to our cells. We're helping the subtle energy to travel through. We're helping to move the body and release any blockages that we might have to help that energy to flow more freely we're opening we're contracting and then we have our mental layers and as we become more in tune with these three layers we can begin to enter a more peaceful state and in this greater stillness and quiet we can begin to hear the whispers of our true nature and the space created helps us to gain greater access to our innate awareness, intuition and our wisdom. During a typical yoga class with me, we will enjoy some seated forward folds. These are wonderful poses to surrender in. And I often guide people to close their eyes or to lower their gaze towards the floor to help let go of external distractions and to bring the focus inwards as we pause for a few breaths. Also towards the end of a yoga class, it's common for me to invite people to make as little effort as possible so that they can begin to let go in the body and therefore the mind 
and find the space to simply be. And in this pause, as thoughts arise, which they naturally do, it's easier to become the observer, the watcher of our thoughts, to create that space between you and your thoughts. We can begin to let the thoughts fade with an inner knowing and trust that all is well and all will work out. And perhaps you're someone who practices meditation or maybe you've heard of it and it all sounds a little bit scary or you're not sure what it is. But meditation is a great opportunity to practice slowing down the flow of thoughts and create space to hear your own inner wisdom that is there, whether you believe it or not. By intuitively coming back to yourself, you can experience a clearer vision and insight, which may lead to being more motivated through life because you begin to feel you are on the right purposeful path for you. And I know for me, since I've stopped trying to figure out all the answers and focus on what I enjoy and what I'm intuitively leaning into and the things that I'm choosing to do myself that help me to feel good day to day and to help to improve my health, which a lot of it is around Ayurveda, then that's naturally led me to want to become an Ayurvedic health coach. Like that path has opened up for me with a lot more ease and I'm trusting that that is what I'm meant to be doing. Um, And with that trust, you know, I'm developing my self-awareness and my own self-confidence about the transformations that I can help other people to have. Because after being a school teacher, I've created courses. I have helped, you know, students transform from not knowing anything about business or economics to achieving you know, results that they may have not imagined in class. So I'm really feeling like this is, yeah, this is my calling and this is now where I'm going, which is really great. But I've had to be patient and let this come up as I've experienced life for myself. So the fourth layer is strongly connected to the air element and air is subtle And it naturally fills space, just like your inner knowing and intellect can shine through when we create space for it to do so. And finally, the fifth and deepest layer is Anandamaya Kosha. This is our bliss layer. So maybe at the beginning, You were thinking maybe like me that bliss, it can be hard to find, but it is possible. We can create moments of it. And if you've been to a yoga class, whether that's with me or somebody else, maybe you have experienced that deep inner peace, love and joy um, just for a brief moment, perhaps at the end of class. So this layer, it is blissful free from our thoughts, emotions, energy and body and yet at the same time they are all connected and not separate. And when we are whole in ourselves it's easier to experience a sense of presence and oneness among all beings. This level of bliss can be challenging to access when our conscious 
or thinking mind can often rule the show, masking the peace and joy that is already within. Similarly, if we imagine the blue sky is bliss, when it is filled with clouds, we can lose sight of the peaceful blue sky that is still there. The blissful self reminds us and gives us hope that our experience of life can still be good, even when things are difficult, because under all the layers and delusions, our true nature is, after all, bliss. It can take a lifetime of practice to cultivate this sense of bliss for any length of time. And as I mentioned, we may experience moments of it when we are laying down in relaxation at the end of class, when all the other layers have been tended to, and you may have a sense of peace and contentment in the present moment. The innermost Russian doll is simply being here in the present moment. And at the end of a yoga practice, before relaxation, and at the end of a yoga practice, I would suggest that you gradually emerge rather than rushing onto the next thing and take a moment to pause and to notice how you feel and notice the difference. This fifth layer is strongly connected to the ether or space element, the most subtlest of them all. Space is expansive and freeing. So in today's conversation, we've had a look at the five kosher layers, the physical, the energetic, the mental, the inner wisdom, and that final layer of bliss. Yoga is just one way that we can practice accessing these five layers of our being. And we can also look after them and cultivate their understanding through various lifestyle choices and practices, which I shall subtly subtly be incorporating into my Ayurvedic health coaching that will be on offer in the next few months. With regular practice, you will find that you will be able to drop into moments of bliss with more ease. Trust me, you will. And I see this as people relax into their yoga classes and become less concerned if they're doing the pose right and what it looks like and instead begin to become more aware of the more subtle aspects of the practice. So let me know. Which of these layers stood out for you the most? Which one do you perhaps think that you focus on more than others? And which layer could you possibly give a little bit more attention to this week? I'd love to hear your thoughts, so do get in touch. Drop me a message over on social. And I wish you a lovely rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate my podcast community and I will be sharing the next episode with you in two weeks time. Episodes are out every other Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. Please press subscribe to be notified when the next episode is out every other Wednesday. Do follow me on Facebook and Instagram 